And don't let bad blood stop you from supersizing your business. Sharon Horner from here. Our relationship-related idiom today for supersize your business is bad blood. Now, we're going to talk about what bad blood is, where did this expression come from, how does it impact your business, and then seven ways to settle an argument as well as ways to handle yourself so that past hurts, past challenges, past problems, bad blood in different areas and aspects of your business doesn't slow you down or, heaven forbid, stop you from growing and supersizing your business. Uh, bad blood, of course, is from the book Blood Feuds in the 1800s that talked about and cataloged all of the different blood feuds that had been going on for generations in families, in clans, in between ethnic groups, etc. And it shared all of those and talked a lot about uh, what the feuds were. And bad blood came to mean ill feelings, bitterness, anger, uh, hatred, uh, discord, rancor, <laughs> antagonism, things like that. Uh, between different groups of people. Now, there's a lot of people trying to stir up prejudice and things in the world, and that would be an example of bad blood. Whenever people don't get along or they argue or they're having conflict over, especially over things that they have no control over, uh, that creates bad blood, bad relationships. I guess bad blood to me is, is a way to say we're having a bad relationship and we're not sure it's based on a foundation of our personal beliefs and experiences more than a group's group think I guess it's an example of to me um, a group decides they're gonna all believe one thing and anybody that doesn't believe that we're gonna have bad blood and we're gonna fight with them um, civil war is a great example of bad blood and and arguments and and hatred toward family members because they had different beliefs about a topic or or something I don't know if that's a great example but it's the one that comes to mind for me so what are some ways we can settle an argument or make sure that bad blood doesn't have a lasting effect on our business as we're growing and building and supersizing it. I guarantee when you are growing and building your business, you are going to have conflicts with other people, other organizations, competitors, uh, vendors, suppliers, distribution channels. There's going to be challenges. There's going to be uh, problems that come up and how you handle them is going to determine whether it's a negative has a negative impact on the growth of your business or a positive impact so what are some ways we can handle this number one uh, let's set things up in the first place so that we have a better chance of winning and having a great relationship with the people we interact with number one we need to speak the same language and it the language that we speak of course is different within different industries it's different depending on if we're talking to people that are a supplier or a vendor to us than people that are a distribution channel for us uh, it's so we need to speak the same language we need to make sure that and if we don't understand we need to ask and clarify we need to uh, really establish service levels and what that means if you're hiring a new person and bringing them into your organization you want to share your expectations up front with them so that they're aren't any misunderstandings because misunderstandings can lead to arguments or challenges or even a severing of a relationship. Uh, we need to use automation processes, systems, procedures whenever possible that, that are agreed on by both parties. We want to use uh, a reporting system, some type of way of measuring are we doing what we said we're going to do. I have found that the biggest place that problems arise from is people either not doing what they say they're going to do or doing something that goes against 
our core values in our business. So if they do something illegal, immoral, unethical, something that we disagree with, if they you know lie, cheat, steal, or there's any form of corruption, that's a that's a, a no-go for me and my organizations. But each of us have that list of things that we will not accept or tolerate, and that can create tension in relationships and bad blood. Uh, and the other thing we want to make sure that we're doing up front is communicating often and checking in just like when we're supervising people and leading people, we share our expectations and we don't micromanage them, but we check in and we have regular conversations to see how it's going or if there's a way that we can support and help them to do the thing that they said they're gonna do, right? Or if there's something that they need from us. So what are, what are ways to settle an argument? I think bad blood comes when we have arguments and problems with one another. So I'm gonna share quickly seven ways to settle an argument and see if any of these have worked for you. Number one, we need to take responsibility for what we do and the role we play in any situation where there's a conflict, right? Because we all play a role. It, it takes two to fight, and you know, it's hard to admit, but I, I learned that with my ex-husband. Even if we're fighting, I don't have to engage, but sometimes I did. And I need to take responsibility for my role in that. We need to do that in all of our relationships, especially if we want to avoid having bad blood or a a long-term rift happen with someone or some organization. It's very important with regulatory agencies, right? We don't ever want to normally, at least here in the United States, I found, have a, a problem from a regulatory agency because they actually have the outside power to really negatively impact or shut down our business. I'm thinking OSHA, USDA, FDA, um, whatever organizations that have official capacity that you interact with, it's important to have a good relationship with them. And if there is an argument, make sure that you step forward and say, okay, I misunderstood this, da 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 da, whatever you need to do. Number two, uh, put yourself in the other person's shoes. If you're having a bad blood with a competitor because they did something you didn't like, is it that they really did something bad or they just did something better, faster, and served customers before you did and so your feelings got hurt? Uh, so put yourself in the other person's shoes. Would you have done this if you were in the same position they were? And a lot of times the answer is yes, even though we don't want to admit it. Thirdly, um, talk about what's going on and, and the situation and how you feel about it. Use the I statements, right? Don't blame or assess uh, intent to other people. Ask questions to, to clearly communicate and understand. Talk about the situation. Talk about how it impacted you if it's important. You're probably not going to call up your competitor and say, oh, we feel bad about the, you beating us to market with this particular new version of a product, etc. Uh, but you're going to learn from it. Number four, um, oh, practice mirroring and, and, and modeling to show that you understand. That's just a nonverbal cue um, from NLP that we can use to help people understand that we are listening, that we are understanding what they're saying, etc. Six, focus on where you agree. It's really easy in any hard or negative conflicting situation or tough problem to focus on what's wrong, right? Focus on the problem, focus on the problem, focus on the problem. No, don't focus on the problem. Focus on the solution. Focus on, okay, we all agree this is the problem. Now, what can we possibly do about it? Always focus on the solution and what's possible, not the past and what, because we can't change the past, and what's impossible. Don't focus on things that aren't. Focus on the possibilities that are in every situation. And finally, um, sometimes it's necessary to walk away and take a break. 
from a person, from a situation, from uh, a person or a situation. Uh, sometimes we just need a breather from people, right? So that we don't continue to hold on to that uh, bad blood or those negative feelings and associations with a person, a place, a thing, an organization, etc. To me, this whole thing boils down to uh, bad blood is, is kind of a choice. And if I choose to have a challenge with other people and maintain that, it's because I'm either holding a grudge or I'm not willing to forgive them. And a lot of times it's I'm not willing to forgive myself. So we need to remember that if we don't hold grudges and if we offer forgiveness and realize that we're all human and we all make mistakes, uh, that will help to eliminate a lot of the bad blood that pops up in the business world and, and in our businesses as we're growing and building and supersizing. And nothing, nothing outside of us can slow us down from building and growing and supersizing our business if we choose to do that. No, no outside entity, no competitor, no competition, etc. We will always find a way if we're committed to doing that. So nothing can stop us and slow us down. It can slow us down, but it can't stop us. There's always a way to and there's always an opportunity and always a possibility if we're willing to never give up and look for it. All right, love to know your experience with bad blood. I will admit, I've got bad blood with a couple of people because they did something to harm me and that went against my core values. Uh, I don't hold grudges, I've definitely forgiven them and I'm continually working on forgiving myself for getting involved with them in the first place and not doing all the due diligence and things that I should have in the before I did get involved with them. Lessons learned, right? It's all lessons learned to help us to become the best version of ourselves so that we can be the best leader possible for the businesses that we're creating in the world. All right, have an awesome day. I will, of course, be with you tomorrow for a couple more days of relationship-related idioms. Have an awesome day.